Facebook had earnings yesterday. It was a huge miss. The stock is tanking. It's taking like the whole stock market down with it. Yes. Mark Zuckerberg addressed the company today. He said that he'd scratched his eye, so he might start crying, but it was not because of earnings. It was because he had scratched his eye. This is all true. Alex, walk us through what is happening with Facebook. Yeah, so Meta slash Facebook has been saying for a while that these Apple ad tracking changes, which is that prompt you see when you open an iOS app um, asking if you want to be tracked, that that's going to hurt them quite a bit. We hadn't really seen what that looked like until this quarter, the fourth quarter, and it was bad. And they said it's going to stay bad for a while. They're projecting to lose $10 billion in revenue this year alone just from Apple's changes. And so it was a combination of that and also the fact that Facebook, Core Blue, lost daily users globally for the first time ever. Um, so for 30 plus quarters, it's been nonstop up and to the right. This time they lost a million users in North America, which is their key market where they make the most money. And this all kind of feeds into the narrative that we and others have been reporting on, on, you know, Facebook is obviously losing touch with young people um, to a lot of competition. And just the theme of it was a very downbeat earnings call. And, you know, I think meta Facebook earning calls are always pretty interesting. But this one was like very, it felt like, um, you know, they were under siege. And Mark Zuckerberg was talking about how competition has never been fiercer. And um which plays conveniently into the whole antitrust <laughs> debate, which we'll get into. But I do think it's real that TikTok is eating their lunch in terms of where people are spending time and uh, the news feed is lame. So they're trying to figure all that out. So they've got this kind of competitive pressure on the business side and on the product consumer side, all kind of converging at once in a really nasty quarter. And so, yes, they lost over $200 billion in market value in one day, which is a record that they had set themselves in 2018 uh, previously. So they've set both records for most market cap lost in a day. And I saw some chart about how they drove down the entire NASDAQ or something with them. Uh, so yeah, pretty nuts. You really love an overachiever. Like that's just going out there and doing their best in the worst way possible. Oh, Facebook's like a like a like a college partier. They're up big, they're down big. You never know what's going to happen. You never know. They party hard, they work hard. <laughs> well, I I wanted to ask the 1 million lost users, were those people that just quit? Well, so those are DAUs, which um, you know, daily active users. The global monthly users were up a little bit. But that's a lot easier to cheat. Like I've heard stories about like engineering, you know, departments in Facebook where like they can just kind of scramble some buttons and notifications to like prop up MAU and get them to their growth goals like at the end of every quarter if they need to. It's a lot harder to fake daily users. And that's kind of their North Star metric in terms of like the health of the platform. And it's what Snap and Twitter and everyone else kind of guides towards. Um, and so the fact that they lost those DAUs and they couldn't eke out a little bit of growth even in like some other part of the world where they're always usually growing was notable. And also the backdrop, like I said to that, is like they've been saying in the reporting from the Facebook files and everything has been showing that they're very, very weak with young people and that young people just aren't even getting on their apps uh, like a whole generation. So that's like a kind of existential threat for them that we kind of saw come to light for sure in the numbers this quarter. So Ashley, for a long time, you covered Instagram. Instagram was Facebook's youth play. 
Mm-hmm. You and I have spent a lot of time talking on this show, talking to executives about Instagram is coming, becoming a shopping destination. They're going to make it a catalog. It was the cool thing that they had. Yeah. the And, you know, recently live video shopping. Like shopping still seems like potentially the place they go. Like Pinterest, you shop it basically. I just don't think of like cool young kids in live video shopping. Well, you never know if the algorithm's good enough. Everyone dresses like an Instagram influencer now. It's like TikTok. <laughs> it's like TikTok too. It's all kind of the same, but like you go on Instagram to buy from like Shein or whatever. I do want to say, like using myself as an example, I used to occasionally check Facebook daily just to be like, okay, let's just see. I literally go weeks now. And Instagram, it'll be a thing where at 9 p.m. I'm like, oh shit, I haven't checked Instagram today. Yeah. It just feels like that's more and more. Maybe, maybe I'm just getting older and I don't care as much, but it does feel kind of just like less relevant. It's become a shopping mall. I mean, that's the thing. Like the moment, so there's this like pattern that always plays out with Facebook products where they start off as like your close friends or your college or your high school or whatever, and they become shopping malls because like there is just a constant race for revenue. And so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the, that's the worry is that Instagram is becoming less cool. It's definitely more cool than Facebook blue, but definitely not what it used to be. And, you know, like, I think like, so this guy named Nikita Beer, who sold uh, the last social media app Facebook's actually acquired since all the antitrust scrutiny, he squeaked this one in, in like 2018, 2017, it's called, it was called TBH. He left recently. So he sold his company to Facebook and he, he kind of like analyzed earnings. And I totally agree. He was like, Facebook's hands are tied because they've got TikTok eating their lunch. They can't acquire because of antitrust. They can't build internally because founders don't want to be there. This is a guy who was a founder and went there and left. Uh, Apple killed their ability to target ads and the metaverse is 10 years out and they're losing billions a year on it. So they've got all this pressure of like trying to spend their way out of irrelevance, I guess you could say. So we should talk about the the metaverse thing and then I I want to spend some time on on the Apple side um, because it's fascinating. You, you said lost $10 billion. That's the headline I've seen everywhere. I, like, I don't know if lost is the right word, right? It wasn't like, where'd it go? They, <laughs> like, <laughs> they know they're going to lose the money. Like, they are pouring money into this yeah. at, at just an absurd rate. They are poaching everyone. There was a Business Insider story yesterday about HoloLens 3 being kind of like a mess yeah. and that team not knowing and like everyone leaving and going to Facebook. Because Facebook will just like hand you a bag. Like if you work in tech and you have ever seen a VR headset, like Facebook will just like give you the bag, right? Like it's nuts. <laughs> that to me is like lost doesn't seem like the right phrase. Like they know what they're investing in. They know why they're investing in it. They know exactly how much they're, they're losing in terms of money. But that bet is a right 10 years off. Yeah, I mean, at least. I mean, it's, it's kind of just the fact that it's so uncertain, I think, is a problem for investors because they're not breaking out like sales numbers for the Oculus Quest, for example. Um, and the revenue they're making from it is nowhere near close to offsetting the losses. I think it was like $2 billion or something last year on like a 10 plus billion loss. But you're right. It's not fair to say that it's all just lost. I mean, they've got 15,000 plus people working in this division. They're just paying everyone top of market in the industry to try to like suck up all the talent because they can't buy things. They can't even buy Supernatural, as we've talked about on here. That's under antitrust review. And so that's the thing that's happening. But like, it's just wild to put that stat in context that like they spent more last quarter on this than the entire ARVR startup industry raised last year. 
like in one quarter, they're spending more than the entire startup ecosystem on ARVR. So it's just, it's like they are the ARVR industry <laughs> in terms of spend. <laughs> and it's like, is that going to work out? TBD? Yeah. Oh, actually, one thing I want to say, this has been going around today. So the antitrust bills that are in Congress, are they have market cap baselines. <laughs> So you have to have a $600 billion market cap to get hit by the proposed rules. And Facebook is crashing so fast that it might go under the <laughs> under $600 billion in terms of market cap and then not be affected by the antitrust rules that are proposed. I think it's on a two-year average, but yes. I mean, chess, not checkers. If, uh, <laughs> if we can just torch our market cap enough, we won't <laughs> be regulated. Years. 